Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Freedom Times News Hour. Brought to you by the Freedom Times newspaper. I'm Patricia Aiken, and it's great to have your company. Mr. Don Wassel is here, the founder and editor of the Freedom Times. Hey, Don. Greetings and salutations, Patricia. Oh, man. I, you, so you almost started Christmas early by having a, a tree in the living room, right? Yeah, yeah. One almost came through the back uh, the back of the house, and then I looked out front, and there was a tree that fell down. We had a windstorm that came through yesterday and knocked out power for about 12 hours here, which brings it home again just how much we need electricity, and uh, we quickly go back to the 1800s without it. So, But it's back on, thankfully. Excellent. Boy, that was a, that was kind of... I was counting the minutes to see if you were going to make it today. <laughs> kept you kept you worrying, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. So listen, we've got um, a couple, little bit of housekeeping we want to do first. Um, we'd love you, if you're listening, to run over to the Freedom Times, all one word, dot chattango.com and be a chatter. And I also want to go ahead and give you the call-in numbers now. So when we're ready for call-ins, you'll be ready to call. It's 512-248-8252. That's the regular number. And then uh, if, if you need the 800 number, it's 800-313-9443. Uh, but if you can, use 512-248-8252. And also, um, take a look at what's at AmericanFreedomNews.us. Because not only can you get get some really insightful uh, articles there, but you can also subscribe to the Freedom Times for a spectacular first year rate of only twenty nine dollars. I don't know how wow. John, I don't know how you're doing that still. I don't know either. Yeah, my my um uh, my editor at Range Magazine, she told me that their costs are up thirty percent. Well, I haven't raised the subscription price for I don't even know. I'd have to go back and look. Probably at least. At least ten years or more. So you figure in inflation, it's probably should be about double or triple what it is, and it may be soon the way things are going under our wonderful president. Mm-hmm. Hey, what, could you give out the uh, chat room uh, one more time again? Yeah, you bet. It's the Freedom Times, all one word. Dot chat tango. That's c h a t a n g o dot com. Okay, I'm going to type that in myself. Okay, very good. Yeah, maybe you can keep an eye on things over there. Hold on, i got to close one door. It's noisy out. Hold on. Freedom Times. Sorry for that error. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Chat Tango, yeah. C-H-A-T-A-N-G-O, right? Yep, yep. Here, I'll just, I'll give you the link. I can give you the link easy enough. And then you can, you sign up over there. Everybody, uh. I'm I'm typing and pecking with one finger here. I just yeah. There we go. There you go. Awesome. So uh, that's that that's that's how we roll. Oh yeah. So listen. Um, there it is. I, I'm I'm waiting. Bill, Bill is here. Listen, Mr. Bill May. He is rocking a new law group, and I invited him back today, Don, because I felt gypped last time when he was here, because my Skype was kind of screwy, and I and I didn't get to ask him a bunch of questions that I wanted to ask. So uh, I just want to say Bill May uh, has some fascinating legal information, law information, and he has the case uh, law to back it up. And so he's rocking a new group that you're welcome to join. It's called Law, Truth, 
at groups.io. We got a man, we got a lot of housekeeping here today. Law Truth at groups.io. <laughs> so, all right. I think, um, hey, Bill May, welcome back to the Freedom Times News Hour. How are you? Well, I'm I'm doing great, thank you. Oh, good, good. You get a citation if you're not, so that's good. All right. <laughs> so listen, um, you know, I I, I want to kind of do a lightning round with you today, Bill, and I know you're up to the challenge, and we'll have some other folks call in with their questions. But, you know, this, this whole law thing and claiming that you're not a 14th Amendment citizen, denying that you're and all that can be rather dangerous. And there's been a lot of patriot poppycock, I call it, or patriot mythology around it. And um, in bad case law, and uh, when you don't do it right, it can harm everyone else. So why is it so dangerous? Well, I don't know how to address that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What I find is that nobody understands our constitutional system. Uh, and this includes attorneys because I see attorneys out there that, that get sideways with the system and they get absolutely slam dunked and, and it cost one attorney his life when the system turned against him uh, because he didn't know how to defend himself against made-up charges. Uh, he was a nice guy from Oregon and he quit and uh, went to uh, exposing the corruption in the judicial system so they made up charges, locked him up in, in federal prison where he was murdered. So oh it's, my gosh. <laughs> so, you know, you, you think attorneys are evil. The Supreme Court judges, some of them have said the attorneys are generally incompetent or corrupt or both. And uh, I believe that. Uh, what people don't understand is that before the 14th Amendment was adopted, there was only one form of citizenship. And... It was those people who were only citizens of their state. Uh, They were referred to as sovereigns. Uh, uh, After the 14th Amendment, you had a... The 14th Amendment created a completely different class of citizens. It was a citizenship for non-whites. This is not a put-down for non-whites, but this is simply a constitutional fact, and the cases are there to back it up. The problem with this other form of citizenship, it's a citizenship of the federal government. And the federal government is under a completely different form of law from what the states were under. And the reason we have lost our rights was around 70 years ago, they closed all of the courts that had authority over the true citizens of the states, which were the white citizens. And they replaced them with legislative branch courts like they use in the United States. Um, those courts do not recognize any of the rights secured by any state constitution. Um, and the courts have correctly stated that the federal constitution secures almost no rights for non-whites. So what I discovered that they have done is they have changed our whole legal system over and they have created a whole different government. Everything's incorporated now. Um, so everything's under municipal law, just like under in federal areas. And uh, the courts have been changed from judicial branch to legislative branch. And since the, the federal constitution secures federal citizens almost no rights, when they're living in the states, they bring that citizenship with them, and it's a citizenship of almost no rights. 
And so that way this, the states make laws for them, and they bring everybody into them, knowing that white people, there's a, maybe one in a million white people are subject to those courts. If they've been naturalized, then they're subject to them. But if not, they're not subject to them. And Okay, well, that's, a, that's a good start. And so, okay. now listen, there's a lot of people that talk about this 14th Amendment stuff, and, um, and they are, are perhaps well-intentioned, and they charge large sums of money to help someone restore their status. And they get them to turn in their Social Security number and give away their voting rights. Is this necessary and effective to claim that you're a state-only citizen and not a 14th Amendment federal citizen? Okay, I'm working on that to some extent, but 20 years ago, there was uh, two guys out there pushing this expat repat thing. And they set up this paperwork, and you paid them $1,000 for it, and you expatriated from the United States, and you repatriated as a uh, citizen of a state. You can't do that. Uh, if you're not a citizen of the United States, you cannot quit being what you're not. Uh, that makes so sense. It, That's a logical yeah. argument. Yeah, and uh, people would quit paying income taxes, stuff like that. They got in trouble because they didn't know how to proceed in court. Uh, ultimately, the people that were selling the process, they were sent to prison because they didn't know how to defend themselves. Okay. Um, Last time we spoke, I was talking about a case that got my attention quite a number of years ago, and I wasn't wise enough to save it. It was a Ninth Circuit case and a guy that was prosecuted in federal court for non-payment of federal income tax. And he went in uh, on his appeal to the Ninth Circuit, and he says, uh, I'm a digital citizen, I'm a sovereign, I'm a this, I'm a that. Okay. Now, the court... Their answer was, they gave a history on it, and they said, he made these statements claiming to be the following. But here's, here's the key. He failed to deny being a citizen of the United States. Therefore, we cannot address that issue and must affirm. Well, so okay. that's, that's so the big thing. Now, let me ask, you know, if you have a Social Security number, can you still deny that you're a citizen of the federal government there are there is the theory that came out a number of years ago called adhesion contracts um if you get a driver's license that makes you subject to all the laws no the government is not allowed to use fraud deception or coercion to strip a person of their rights uh and the supreme court has clearly stated that any relinquishment of a right must be, the person must be made fully aware of what he's giving up, otherwise it's not valid. So they can't use trickery. The other thing is the government was created by the citizens of the states by way of the Constitution's charters to protect and defend the rights of their citizens. That's their duty. There is the way that our system is set up is the a state, for instance, or the United States federal government, it only has those powers that are granted to it or 
are absolutely implied as being necessary in order to carry out grant delegated powers, uh, it must be clearly stated in the, in the Constitution. There is nothing in any Constitution giving the government the authority to use deception to strip a person of their rights. So that is a, <laughs> that's a non-starter right off the bat. Adhesion okay, contracts. So, pe- so people don't. So people don't have to send back their social security cards or not accept their, um, you know, social security, you know, checks every month because to to be to be able to claim that they're a state only citizen. Is that what you're saying? No, it's so far we. I have not. I've been thinking about a case to go to court, to where we would be suing the the corporate state. Um, or deprivation of rights, which result from the state pretending that you're something you're not, and that's done it as a matter of official policy, which makes the corporate state liable, and it's also treason. Um, but it would be a suit to for damages for having had this imposed upon you and being offered no way out. I haven't gotten there yet. Uh, it's still something I'm thinking about. But the way things are set up and what got me started was, if you're cited to go to court, what do you do? Because everybody waits, they go out and do something, and then they wait until they get uh, an indictment or an information or cited into court. Then they try and use their process rather than being proactive. And this is just natural because you don't have to pay filing fees and stuff to do that. Okay. Right. Um So the process when I came up with it uh, was for people to file a few denials that legally stops the court from proceeding because you're being, if you're white, and I'm not putting down non-whites, this is just a constitutional issue, that if you're a white born in a state, you make these denials and the plaintiff, which is a corporation, cannot prove you wrong and unless they do they cannot prove jurisdiction and the and the judge is required by law to dismiss and what you put down what okay go ahead okay so i get that that's good and even if and they don't have any of these what you call a judicial branch court anymore but i see courts that call themselves judicial branch courts but they're not actually judicial branch courts. You want to explain why? No. Um, I, go ahead. What you said? What was that last part again? They're not actually judicial branch courts, even though they call themselves that. Still, this is that sleight of hand where they use the same words to mean something else. Well, like in Oregon, they've got in the Constitution, you've got a justice of the peace court. Okay, those were closed, and they replaced them with justice courts (laughs) and they call the judge a justice of the peace they're not a justice of the peace they're a municipal judge because they are working for a corporation which is the county and uh, I I sent out a post to the group the other day that explained a lot of the differences between uh, the current uh, judicial branch and a legislative branch court okay Um, one of the big ones are Here's a really big one. Um, In a judicial branch court, you have a public prosecutor or prosecuting attorney, not a district attorney, 
okay? And they are representing the other people like you, the citizens of the states that are white. They're representing you, and they're bringing a case against somebody who has violated a law that the Constitution recognizes, and they're bringing them into one of these courts, and they're, they're prosecuting them on behalf of the other citizens, not in, on behalf of a municipal corporation, such as the state of Idaho, for instance, in all caps, we know as a municipal corporation. And all cases in Idaho are brought forward in the name of the state of Idaho, all caps, a municipal corporation. Okay, That is a clear sign that it is a legislative branch court. It's imposing municipal law. The other thing is the municipal courts uh, or legislative branch courts do not recognize any of the limits imposed upon them by the Federal Bill of Rights unless Congress has authorized it, nor do they recognize any of the limits imposed upon them by the state constitution. And, in fact, the judges will tell you, don't bring it up. If you bring it up in front of a jury again, I'll put you in jail for contempt. Been there, seen that happen. Yeah, but, yeah, um, I've, I've- I've heard of that happening too. Don, do you have a question? Oh no, no, I'm actually just listening. Go ahead. Okay, all right, sounds good. Just didn't want to make sure we're running away now, from you here. So um. now here's another big one. Um, okay. In a judicial branch court, you have a right to a trial by jury. Okay, I don't know if you've heard of FIJA, Fully Informed Jury Association. Yes, okay? of course. Okay, now they push this, but they don't realize that in legislative branch courts, you don't even have a right to a jury. They let you have one so the public don't get upset and, and uh, raid the courthouses with the guns to get the judges and the prosecutors. Okay? But you don't have one. All you've got is a right to uh, a bench trial where the judge is the fact finder. Okay? And uh, you've got a jury in those courts, but the jury is only advisory to the judge. So the, the jury can come back and go, not guilty, but the judge can go, well, I consider them guilty according to the facts, and I'm going to impose a guilty verdict. It sounds yeah, like they can even, And they can even sentence for acquitted conduct, something that they've been acquitted for. The judge can bring that up and sentence them for that. Yeah. You've Suckling. got music in the background. Right. Hey, we've got a break coming up. Stay with us, everybody. We'll be back. You're listening to the Freedom Times News Hour. Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air. And 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. One of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. 
contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602-799-8214 or visit our website, sierramadrepreciousmetals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure. Just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. there are you gonna wait till the cows come home to get your new ease off drop and lift what in the world is an ease off drop and lift our ease off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control that sounds great but can i afford it sure and the ease off installs fast the effortless operation will reduce fatigue speed up your line and increase profits okay i'm convinced where can i get my ease off go to easeoff.com that's e-a-z-e-o-f-f.com and hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time easeoff.com we make pigs fly cows too ease off llc 417-932-6419. Hey, everybody. We're back with the Freedom Times News Hour, everyone. I'm Patricia Aiken. I'm here with Mr. Don Wassel and Mr. Bill May. And I want to give you the call-in uh, numbers. It's 512 248 8252 and I'm going to ask our first caller and uh, he he's trying to say he's Jay from California but I know better because I'm fond of uh, I'm fond of sandy beaches and salty air so Jay from Cape Cod how are you welcome to the Freedom Times News Hour are you still with us Jay yep hello hey there you are hey welcome hey. to the Freedom Times News Hour Pleasure to be on here. Thanks for having me through, and um, thanks for all the great information, Bill, you've been providing. Um, I just had a quick question, and I don't want to take up the rest of your time, but um, I've I've heard some people talk about this stuff before, uh, but not to the, the depth that you have, and a lot of them aren't aware of the part about the, it only applying to white citizens, so they're telling other people, you know, all races, all you have to do is file this paperwork with the, um, the Secretary of State and can bypass all that uh, you're not you're outside of the 14th amendment i was wondering where where it says specifically in the constitution that it only applies for white people and if you have time a second question was i know there's a lot of case law that our country is built on now that they use to trap people and when you take yourself outside of the system are you now only um subject to the state constitution in which you were born, or does case law still apply to you? Uh, if you could touch on those things. Appreciate it. Oh, good questions, Jay. Most Bill? of the, the, all, the, all the case law you're getting now is based upon uh, statutory cases 
under the presumption that you're a citizen of the federal government. Uh, you want to go look at the old case. Some of the new case laws are good because when it comes to due process rights, pre-trial due process rights from everything I've read are identical in both municipal law and constitutional law. And that's very important because you have a right to discovery. You have a right to any and all information that might benefit you at trial. And if you are not subject to the jurisdiction of the court because you're not subject to that system of law, that is information you have a right to. And if they won't provide it and the judge proceeds anyway, he can lose his job and you can sue him. Because the moment a judge denies you due process and proceeds, they have ceased to act as in an official capacity. They're no longer a judge. The courts have stated this. They're acting as a private individual. A judge cannot break the law. A private individual can. So when a judge says you cannot sue a judge, technically they're right. The moment the judge steps out of their role as a judge, which is protected, they're not a judge anymore, and you can sue them. And the courts have addressed this. Wow, now, so there's no as, real judicial immunity when they do that. That's very interesting. Jay, uh, go ahead. Oh, no, it's great to know. Um, I was just wondering about the white part. Is that Where is that put that uh, it's only for white Europeans? Okay, this country, you have to go back to your original intent, and you can look at the earliest uh, immigration laws, which stayed the same up until the 14th Amendment was passed. Only European whites, free European whites of good character could become citizens. That was it. Caucasians, which are not European whites, could not become citizens, even though they're white. They, okay. uh, matter of fact, this is, was written into the uh, early immigration laws. Uh, the people who created this, the states were white people of European descent. They weren't concerned about racism or anything else. They were struggling. They were creating a country for them and those like them. And they intended for it to stay that way. So no other class of people could become citizens because they wanted to keep that pure. Um, the 14th Amendment came along, and the courts have made it clear this was created for the Negro, but Congress later opened it up for other races as well. Um, but the so courts have no non-white. Oh, huh? So no non-whites are able to partake of the of the citizen sovereign citizen, right? Yeah. But don't use the word sovereign because I don't use it because even though it's true, it is not a word that the courts recognize. Okay, state stay with words. Okay, it is a person who is only a citizen of their state. Okay. And to apply it in the courts, with all the reading I've done, you want to make the denial. I denied being a citizen of the United States, and then I put a slash, uh, citizen of the federal government by way of the 14th Amendment. You cannot make it more clear. Okay. Now, aliens, no matter what their race, they're under municipal law because they're not citizens of any state. So you, I p always put underneath there, I deny being a foreign alien. Then I put down, I deny being anything other than a citizen of my state, which is. 
And then I put down there, I reserve all rights uh, secured to me by my state, by my such and such constitution, both enumerated and unenumerated, because you've got lots of rights that aren't part of the state bill of rights. Hold on. Hey, thanks for your call, Jay. Thanks for your call, Jay. Thank you, stay with us. Tom from Utah is calling in, and we'll get to him after the break. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Einstein once said, Future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. American Freedom News is your daily website that will keep you fully informed on what both the good guys and bad guys are doing in the information war in which we are all engaged. Fed up with the lies of the fake news media and the censorship of big tech giants? American Freedom News is the solution as we provide truth and knowledge on all the vital issues of the day. American Freedom News believes in America first. The establishment wants us split into numerous hostile groups rather than uniting in a common cause against the corrupt oligarchy that is plundering America and the world. Many more Americans are waking up and realizing they are the victims of the ongoing Great Replacement and Great Reset. But the malevolent forces trying to systematically destroy America can and will be defeated. Be fully informed by reading American Freedom News, the best news and information site on the Internet. Go to AmericanFreedomNews.us and find out for yourself. That's AmericanFreedomNews.us. In times like these, you can't depend on the government to keep you warm and fed, but you can depend on the Vermont Bun Baker to do just that. With the Vermont Bun Baker, you'll never be in a situation where you can't cook, bake, fry, boil water, or heat your home all at the same time. One of the most revolutionary cook stoves, wood stoves ever, the Vermont Bun Baker is available with or without soapstone veneer, a natural stone that retains heat and radiates it back into the room once the fire is out. A beautiful addition to your home, the Vermont Bun Baker has an efficiency rating well above 75% and qualifies for the wood stove tax credit. For more information, watch the Vermont Bun Baker on YouTube and live stream or visit us at www.vermontwoodstove.com. You can also reach us by calling 1-866-SOAPSTONE. Don't ever be hungry or cold because the power's gone out. With a Vermont Bun Baker, all you have to worry about is what's for dinner. Hey everyone, 
everybody. Welcome back to the Freedom Times News Hour. I'm Patricia Aiken. I'm here with Don Wassel and Mr. Bill Woodmay. Uh, you've answered some great questions here, Bill. Thank you so much. Um, Tom from Utah. Um, do you have a question for Bill? Welcome to the Freedom Times News Hour. Hi. Uh, by the way, where are you located? Me, personally? Uh-huh. I'm, I'm in Nevada. Oh, okay. We're neighbors. Anyway, okay, uh, I have some ambivalence about this. Vicariously, I've experienced some very bad effects of the, quote, the desire to be sovereign. John Benson, who authored the book uh, United Slaves of America, he was also a mentor for a couple of people that are on this RBN, you know, uh, broadca broadcasting system. John Benson ended up in federal prison. And, of course, uh, we just had another fatality here in a city, you know, 10 miles away from me, young man who was shot 18 times because he was uh, claiming to be sovereign. You know, yeah. he showed his uh, passport and his, uh, his license plate was the sovereign plate. So I'm wondering... Is it is it worth the battle to try well, to Bill, claim to be? Well, I'm going to say something, and then Bill is going to give his expert opinion. I'm just going to give my off-the-cuff opinion. My off-the-cuff opinion is that you do not have uh, court on the side of the road. That's what Chief Justice uh, Roberts had recommended. Do not talk to the police. Just take the ticket and handle it later. And, uh, and, and claiming you're a sovereign and not that, and Bill said that's not a word you want to use. Bill, what do you say? My opinion is the cops, some of them are bad, some of them are good, but they've all been programmed to be drones for a communist system. Uh, even the ones that are good, they don't know. It doesn't do any good to talk to them. Uh, my advice uh, is... If you get pulled over, put your hands on the steering wheel so that they can see them. Don't make any move that they can claim is a furtive move because they will shoot you and get away with it. Um, be as polite and nice as you can. And if you don't have your uh, the paperwork that they demand that you have and they want to tell your car, don't fight them over it. This is to be dealt with with paperwork later. Uh, the Ninth Circuit long ago said that taking people's cars off the side of the road is unconstitutional, and everybody's ignored that case. So, you know, what they do is they take the car and they have a hearing later, and they go, a post-deprivation hearing is unconstitutional on its face, period. What they're doing is a taking without due process. But that is not something that you argue with with a cop. You just let him do his thing and then understand that this is a policy set up by the legislature, which is a municipal corporation, and then the state of Idaho, which is another municipal corporation, and it's got a policy of violating, and that's, that's a right that even applies to non-whites, is to not have property taken without due process. So anybody could sue the corporate state over that one. Excellent. Very good. Um, Tom, did that answer your question? Well, one other thing, since you're in Nevada, when you okay. get a chance, go go to gassingamerica.com and give me a call. I opened up, a, that's another issue showing the, uh, how do you say, the corruption of the system. Yeah, like, 45 years ago, 
45 years ago, people were put into a situation where they're being injured. I wonder if they uh, manufactured madness.com. I'm wondering if that works. It's supposed to redirect her at. Okay, and but, tell, tell, tell me what you wanted me to look at again, please, Tom. Um, go, try manufacturedmadness.com. See if it opens up and it takes you to a page that says Gassing America. Okay, manufacturedmadness.com. Uh, okay, very good. I'll check I'll check that out. Thank you so much for your call today. Uh, Laura from Michigan, welcome to the New York Times News Hour. Do you have a question oh, for Bill? Here's my question. I was listening to... Uh, the Sons of Liberty last week, and they were discussing the fact that we need a law that attorneys and lawyers do not have to join the bar. What do you say about that? There is nothing in any state constitution that compels a white person to be a member of the bar to engage in the vocation of law. Now, if you're working for a government agency, they may be able to impose that rule. But as a rule, there's nothing in the constitutions that require it, period. But the the thing for the bar, the bar was created, I think it was 1870 by a bunch of East Coast attorneys as nothing more than a better business bureau for, for, for lawyers. Uh, what they did is the government ran with that and said, pretending that everybody was a federal citizen. They started making it mandatory, I think it was in the 1900s, to be a member, okay? and But they can only make it mandatory on aliens and 14th Amendment citizens. It's just that okay. white people, attorneys don't know their own rights. They're not, I've talked to attorneys, and they don't, they, most of them know we're not under the constitutions, and that's all they know. They have no clue about what system of law you're under. The judges tend to. And the DAs tend to. What the Sons of Liberty said that the Bar Association is now threatening, you know, like saying, don't take a case about COVID deaths or don't take a case about vote fraud or we'll take your license away. That's why well, they said they shouldn't have to ask. I cannot find anything in the Constitution that says a citizen of a state has to be a member. So if those people knew what I do, they could challenge it and they could win. They need to and spread that around then. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 Lark, come, come on over and join Law Truth at groups.io. And, um, and you can uh, sit here and let uh, Bill uh, re read everything that Bill puts on the, the site and, and interact with everybody so we all learn together. We, we'd love to have you. Okay. Well, thanks for taking my call. Well, thanks for calling. We appreciate it. And listen, the call-in number is 512-248-8252. I'm talking with Mr. Bill May. Mr. Don Walsall sitting by just in case something happens to me. And uh, you can also call toll-free on 800-313-9443. So, uh, and uh, Manufactured Madness, we'll look that up. Thank you, Don. And um, Jay is saying, and I, Jay has sent me a text here, and he said, if you're able... Can you ask Bill what proactive things you can do to get out of federal citizenship? Um, I don't think we need to do anything to get out of federal citizen citizenship other than claim that we're not one. Is that no, is that no, what I'm hearing you say? You are one. Yes, deny, deny that, that you, you are one. You, de you and they deny say, well, well, you've that got, you are. Yeah. 
Go ahead. You deny that you are a federal citizen. You don't claim that you're not. You deny that you are. They have to overcome your denials. Right. Deny that. Okay. I see that. I deny that. I deny that I'm a foreign alien. I deny that I'm anything other than a state-born citizen. A citizen of my state, which is. Which is. Citizen of my state. You know, it's really funny. I had a situation on. Just, just to have fun with it, I was mailing something, and I needed it notarized. So I wrote Nevada State on the jurat that the um, notary would use. Man, it she that was the first thing she saw, and she crossed that out and wrote State of Nevada. She knew the difference immediately. State of Nevada well, is not, the corporation. Well, I'm not sure what to make of that. The all caps name is the corporation. Whether it's Nevada State or State of Nevada, I think maybe she was ignorant and she just didn't know. The courts have talked about the difference between the government and the state. In other words, the state of Nevada in lowercase or Nevada State upper and lowercase is a place. State of Nevada uppercase is, a, is, a, is the government. And at this point, the government's incorporated, which automatically strips it of any authority over white people. Because no state constitution grants any corporation any police or judicial powers over one of their citizens. Okay, that that makes sense to me. I, I hear that. And I want to thank um, Chris Steiner over in the uh, chat tango, uh, freedomtimes.chattango.com. And he has put in a bunch of case law here and a bunch of citations. Thank you, Chris. And, um, and I'll share those with Bill. I'm sure he has a lot of them. And we, we appreciate your input there. And um, Chris is also um, has a show here on RBN. And I'm looking, he's the host of Liberation Station on Sundays, uh, Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Wow, two-hour show. You must. That's a lot of work, Chris. Thank you so much. We'll be sure and listen to you. So, um, Don, any, any input here for, for Bill? Any, uh, I've, I've got one more question, but go ahead. Just a little, this was sort of on a tangent when Bill was talking about, he said there's a difference between white, white and Caucasian. I've never liked the word Caucasian myself. I always refer to myself as white and, and white people. Caucasian to me is an unattractive kind of anachronistic word. But at any rate, uh, Bill, what's, what is the difference between a white person and a Caucasian? Well, Caucasian people are white, but they're not European white. And the, and the framers of the constitutions, the people who wrote up the original laws, knew that. And they specifically excluded people from the Caucasus Mountains, Caucasus area, from being citizens, even though they were white, because they weren't European white. When people ask me at times, well, what are you? And I'll go, you're Euro-American. And they'll laugh and <laughs> just put down white. <laughs> and I'm not putting down any other group. It's just that I think whites have a right to be proud of who they are. We've accomplished so much for this world. Well, Bill, you're, you're entirely wrong, and I'll tell you why. Because St. Martin Luther King said that men should be judged on the basis of their character, on the content of their character, and not the color of their skin. And that may apply to everyone but whites, because white men especially are intrinsically evil. And if you don't know that by now, you have not been paying attention. <laughs> right on, sister. I, know. <laughs> I, know, I couldn't but, help myself. What, the irony is that the constitutions only secure common law rights to white people born in a state and no others. You know what's interesting? I looked up the, um, the 
state laws in North Carolina recently, in, in one of the sections it said common law. So I clicked on it, and it said the common law is the law of the land. Yeah, it, you go back to England, and basically if there's no injured party, there's no crime. In this country, uh, the, the, the government was given the ability to regulate commerce, so you can have commercial crimes. And what's interesting is um, all these laws that are outside the common law listed as commercial crimes. And you can do that to people who aren't white because they don't have any rights. So you can look at Article 4, Section 3, Clause 2 of the federal constitution, okay? If you're a citizen, federal citizen, and you're under that, it states that the United States can make any law or rule that it can prove is needful. That is slightly limited communism. That's the system of law these other people are under and what has been imposed upon white people unconstitutionally. And if white people can learn their rights and start to exercise them, then maybe we can get non-whites to rise up and go, well, wait a minute, we, didn't, we left communism, we don't want to be under it, and we're going to raise a stink until we get some of the rights, that we get a right to justice, for instance, which you don't have uh, under municipal law. Excellent. Listen, we've got another caller, Francis from North Carolina. Welcome to the Freedom Times News Hour. Thanks for your call today. Hey, folks. Um, I have a question in light of uh, what applies and what does not apply legally and law-wise and so forth at nauseam. How does what I'm hearing apply to people that are considered Native American or American Indian? They're federal citizens. Are they under, they, they are wards of the federal government. Yes. And they, they are subject to all laws just like other non-whites. They're not citizens of any state. Interesting. Well, in that, that, that case... That's what I know as well. And that, that's, I find that fascinating because, quite frankly, uh, Russell Means made the comment uh, back a few decades ago about welcome to the new reservation as far as all okay. ethnic backgrounds are concerned living here in the U.S. So, all right, well, have a great weekend. Play hard. Well, thanks, Francis. Yeah, I, I agree with Russell Means on that, and that's why, uh, what's his name, Larkin Rose wrote, you know, the, the plantation. They have a movie coming out about that soon because they didn't they didn't free the slaves. They just tried to make us all slaves under the 14th Amendment. So, Bill, I, I've, got a, I've got one more question that I, I, I promised someone I would ask today. There are certain crimes that white state-only citizens can be tried for in federal court or in state courts, if I understood you correctly. One of those is murder, I would assume. That's a capital crime, right? Okay, in federal court, about the only law that you can be prosecuted in federal court for is treason and uh, violations of the rules of international commerce, and I think there's a couple of others. But here's the kicker. Those could only be tried in a district court of the United States. Those were the common law courts that used to exist in the states. Okay, those were closed around 1950, and they were replaced by territorial courts, which are U.S. district courts. And the, the Supreme Court has spoken clearly on them. They are not judicial courts. They're municipal courts. They have no authority over the white people 
living in a state. They do you know, it's interesting. Citizens. It's interesting that you're using the word territorial because Clive and Bundy used to complain about that and said he was being treated like he was in a territory and not that he was in a state. And I saw when people come into statehood, the IRS, you know, made them back into a territory, basically. I, I, I don't have that right in front of me. I can explain it another time. But what about interstate commerce? You said international commerce, but what about interstate commerce? I'm not sure about that. Uh, I'm not. Still, any violations of law there would have to be tried in a judicial court if you're a white person. And we don't have any judicial courts. So if oh, they want to try you for violation of those, they're going to have to convene. They're going to have to recreate something they closed over 70 years ago. So people that have been convicted uh, under interstate commerce, uh, they could go back and, and appeal this? Uh, that they weren't no. in, in the right court? You cannot, you cannot appeal a void judgment. It has to be attacked okay, well, a the, different way. Okay, that, that's. I'm, I'm not saying it right. So they could go back and claim that, that, that it's a void judgment? You claim it's a void judgment, and you, claim, and you explain why. And then you take it right to the state Supreme Court or the U.S. Supreme Court in a habeas. Okay. All right. The federal level, I like you might be able to take it to the federal circuit court. Freedom Times monthly newspaper. Well, I bet you're like me, and you know That's right. we're out of time. Thank you, Bill May. Thank Freedom you, Don Wassell. No punches and observes no sacred cows. Well, thanks for having me. You guys have a great weekend. What's left? We live in are too critical for anything but honest discussion of America's plight. The Freedom Times is the antidote to the lies and distortions of the fake news media. There's no better way to inform and enlighten Americans than by reading the Freedom Times each month. New subscribers may sign up at the special rate of just $29 for one year or $55 for two years. Subscribe online by going to AmericanFreedomNews.us or mail your subscription to The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. That's The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. Support America's best patriotic newspaper and one of the very few left by becoming a subscriber to The Freedom Times today. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. 
Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. the gun a minute ago we've got mike from kentucky on the line mike uh welcome to the freedom time news hour well i've been uh, following the cancellatory movement with uh paralegals since the mid-1990s and i've seen a lot of different methods tried but I was glad to hear him say that Native Americans are in the custody of the United States, basically. The tribes are, anyway, or the like the Cherokee Nation. and That's not hard to find out. But what is interesting is that Native Americans and blacks both were legally allowed to own slaves. There's a, there's a lot of uh, slavery facts that people are just not allowed to know about, I guess you could say, or, or hidden. Uh, in this cliche, black versus white. And the legal mechanism that I ran into was that colored and color of law is uh, what happens to you when you're not white. You get uh, handled by color of law, and your status you know, can be colored even if you're, quote, white. So that's a whole other can of worms that uh, we don't have time to get into. Uh, I guess you dismissed your guests already, huh? No, 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 no. We we brought them back, and we saw you. We still had a few minutes. Oh, I'm. I already. I say tried several times to get through and couldn't. So. Okay. Well. Got well loaded uh, phone. Billy, you're <laughs> back with us. Did, did were you able yeah. to hear Mike's Mike's question? Go ahead. I I heard the last part of it there, and I'd like to make a comment if I could about the color of law issue. Go right ahead. Okay. Um, the non-whites, which include blacks, are simply under a completely different system of law than what whites are supposed to be under. And it's all constitutional. Look at Article 4, Section 3, Clause 2. Read Downs versus Bidwell, 1901, and how much they talk about municipal law in the United States, federal areas. Okay. It's a different system of law. Under Article 4, Section 3, Clause 2, it makes it clear that those people have almost no rights. There's other cases where the courts have clearly stated that the 14th Amendment does not incorporate any of the federal Bill of Rights. And naturally, it doesn't include, incorporate any Bill of Rights from any states. This is called the New Deal. No, this is is a constitutional issue. And it existed before the New Deal. the 14th Amendment was passed, there's old writings that called it a new deal, like it's a whole new constitution. Right. That was the intent of some of the people that were pushing it. 
but the Supreme Court has limited it, and it would be impossible to constitutionally impose 14th Amendment citizenship on white people because white people are citizens of their states, and they have an almost unlimited number of rights. If the state constitution doesn't give the state the authority to regulate it, the state cannot constitutionally regulate it when it comes to a white person. Well, here now, in Kentucky, Jeff- here in Kentucky, Jefferson helped to draft the first two constitutions, and they have provisions in there in Section X or Section 10 that were forever to remain outside the scope of the duped masses or the government to alter, and they've certainly altered them. They started altering them in 1850, but nobody can find a copy of those constitutions. <laughs> There's two two con- Kentucky constitutions that are missing. So I think that's how this paralegal I know actually uh, helped to end the licensure of concealed carry for its self-defense. Because uh, okay. that, provi- that provision was not to be questioned or altered, and it was except, uh, you know, it said we declare in bold letters that these these hey, provisions. Mike, we're gonna have to have Mike. We're gonna have oh, to have okay. you back again. I I mean it this time. Thank you all for listening to the Freedom Times <laughs> News Hour. Go on over to the uh, AmericanFreedomNews.us. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Bill May. We appreciate everyone that called in. Thanks. See you next time. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.